Hi. Hi. This is Jonathan Barella. And Brittany Barella. Bringing to you our second episode of our podcast, A Couple of Many. Yay. I know it. I'm excited. Um, you know what was also exciting? What? This weekend, we had a pretty, pretty uh, uh, action-packed weekend. Yeah, we really did. Um, this weekend, Olive had a little dance recital. Um, not, I, I would say it's not even a recital, more of a showcase. Mm-hmm. And we took all of her sisters, which doesn't sound like a big deal. Y'all are probably thinking, don't you take all of her sisters to everything? Well, no, because she has twin 18-month-old sisters. Um, and no grandparents were able to make it. And aunts and uncles didn't come, which this is a very informal showcase. I'll be honest, I don't even know that I told all the aunts and uncles. <laughs> yeah. Um, But, yeah, it was just us and the three sisters watching Olive and supporting her. And I think that that made, I think it just made her day. I think it was meant so much to her to have all three of her sisters there and us. Um, and the focus just be on her. And then afterwards... Um, one of her little friends invited us to go to Chuck E. Cheese. Well, I mean, her friend's parents. Yeah. Um, and so we all went to Chuck E. Cheese and which I will say I've never been a big Chuck E. Cheese person. Well, I say that. I think when I was like three or four, I had a birthday at Chuck E. Cheese. So I think I was pretty about it then. (laughs) Um, but as a mom, I've never really been about it. And I will say they redone it and it is awesome. Yeah. It looks fantastic in there. And it's a lot better before, than before because before they used to have this, uh, like a jungle gym, like an inside jungle gym. Yeah, like a germ catcher. Yeah, yeah, and it smelled horrible in there, like feet and cheese pizza. It smelled like feet. Yes, because the kids, the kids would have to take off their shoes, um, and they're running around and getting all sweaty, and it just smelled so gross in there. Well, that's gross. Yeah, yeah. But now it's like an arcade. Like, all of it's just an arcade. And they even have, like, toddler size. Like, the little motorcycle and car games that you play at an arcade, they now have, like, little people sizes, which is the cutest freaking thing I've ever seen. But hopefully this weekend, Olive and our other girls were able to make some really awesome memories. And that's what we want to talk about today is childhood memories. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a great topic because we all have those, you know, memories with our cousins, with our friends, especially with our parents that just like set you back and we're just like, man, that was an awesome time in my life. Yeah, for sure. I I think for me, it's most of my childhood memories that I, I think of fondly really weren't like necessarily big events. They were just comfortable events. Okay. You know, like yeah. what, what is your early, like what is an early childhood favorite for you? Um, Early childhood favorite would probably have to stem around food, uh, believe it or not. No, I mean, that makes a lot of sense. Most of your family gatherings are, I mean, have to do with food. I think that's true for most people. Yeah. Um, my grandma on my dad's side used to make uh, burritos and we would go sell them. And I definitely would eat at least five of them. <laughs> that makes sense because she makes homemade tortillas. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the homemade tortillas was everything. They'd be like, yeah, you know, we have another chorizo and egg burrito back there. And I'm like, no, you don't. They're like, no, I counted <laughs> one before we left our last stop. I'm like, I ate it. And they would get so mad. But I was, I didn't <laughs> care. I was in, I was in heaven. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I think for me, um, 
I, you know, spent a lot of time with my grandparents. Uh, I call them Mama and Papa. And so a lot of my favorite, like, childhood memories were with them. Like, either playing checkers with my Papa. We would wake up and, you know, my Mama and Papa, like, we could sleep till whenever. Like, I, there were no, there was no strict guidelines there. Like, we were yeah. Mama and Papa's. So we'd wake up and a lot of times over there we slept in, like, these big t-shirts and we'd, like, you know, stumble into the kitchen have some cocoa puffs with the awesome bowls with the straw oh yeah definitely have some of those for the kids our own kids but anyways so we'd eat cereal and my papa would play checkers with us like we played checkers a lot during the summer with him um but then like at nighttime, all of the other kids had to go to bed and i got to stay with my mama and eat moon pies and watch golden girls that's pretty awesome Okay, so this is pretty important on that topic. What flavor moon pie? Chocolate. Why not banana? I didn't even know banana existed. Or maybe I did. I don't... I just remember the chocolate ones. Okay. Um, But I also remember them kind of being stashed. Because my, my papa was diabetic. Oh, okay. And so my mama... I mean, I'm sure my papa knew about it. He was like a whole foot taller than she was. So it's not <laughs> like she could have really hid him from him. But she always kept uh, the sugar-free pudding in the fridge with, like, whipped cream on top. Because that was his treat. And, I mean, it was ours, too. Don't get me wrong. Like, yeah. there was anything that was in that house, Mamma and Papa, like, it was free game. But, yeah, I just remember her, like, pulling the moon pies out. And we'd go in their TV room and we'd watch uh, Golden Girls. That's pretty cool. Um, that's pretty awesome. My, my grandma, you know, with, with snacks with her was always... You know, tortillas with butter or, you know, how I make the toast with the butter and the jelly on top. Mm-hmm. That was one of the, the our favorite treats then. But I remember one time um, staying at my grandma's house and the window was open because I was taking a nap. Uh-huh. And I don't know why I had mid- a midday bath, but I definitely had a midday bath. <laughs> and I remember waking up and there was a breeze coming in. Like you could hear the wind rustle through the the grass. Mm-hmm. You could hear. You could just like feel, like, a nice summer breeze after you've taken a bath and sheets that smelled so good. It had to have been snuggles, <laughs> because I I don't know what else smelled that good. And I remember just waking up and just being like, "This is amazing. This this is hitting me so well right now." Yeah, I think that there's a lot to be said for those memories of just sheer comfort. Yeah. And they were never, like, the luxurious things for me. It was it was a similar thing, like, just hanging out at my, my grandparents' house, a window open, like, laying on the couch or, you know, laying in the bed and the sunlight coming in. I don't know. Just I think that there's a lot to be said for just a comfortable child that feels safe and just enjoying their time because like I also I remember shelling green beans with my mammal and I loved it like I would just sit there and shell with her didn't bother me one bit that's crazy shelling green beans yeah huh yeah I I, we never we never did anything like that I think my grandma my mom's side you know maybe we'd help her like you know roll tortillas or something or you know just play around help her pick up you know rocks and stuff from her shop but well my grandparents grew up on a farm so they they always had like a little vegetable garden whenever i was younger so we'd have tomatoes and gray beans and squash and 
I mean, just just some basic stuff. Yeah, I feel I, I feel you there. Yeah. Um, what is one of like a fun memory that you've had with your cousins or your brother and sisters? Like just something that you just that that was just like the most fun you ever had. Man, um, that's hard to say. I Fourth of July with my um, cousins, my aunts and uncles, and my grandparents. That was always awesome. Um, my aunt has a house like kind of out in the country. When I say out in the country, I mean like she's outside of city limits, but it's a neighborhood. Like there's still houses next door and houses across the street. Um, and so we would go out there and we'd swim and we'd cook out. And then we'd pop fireworks. Um, And that was just, it was fun. Like, it was just, it was very, whatever you felt like doing, you could do. Like, no pressure, no rush, no agenda. It was fun. To some extent, it was careless and not safe. Um, (laughs) But I feel like most of the really awesome childhood memories are that way. (laughs) Yeah. As far as, you know, my siblings and I, we have such a large stretch in age that I don't know that I have any, like, young childhood memories of the five of us doing anything, like, crazy together. But it's, like, I remember doing things with, like, my older siblings, and I remember doing things with my younger siblings. Um, And, yeah, like, I, there's just a pretty good age gap. So we're all just in very different stages of life. Yeah. You know, because it's like when my little brother was two, my older brother was what, like 12 or 13 years old? Yeah. Like, there's just a big gap there. Um, But, I mean, that being said, we had good times together. It was just like maybe not all five of us doing one one activity. I remember one time, uh, one of my cousins and I, I was staying in his house. And an ice cream truck was passing by. We knew it. Like, we weren't going to get anything. Yeah. But we rolled, we pulled up his window from his bedroom, um, rolled down the blinds so it looked like the window was closed from the outside. At least that's what we thought. And we would yell at the ice cream man to stop. And he would stop. We made him stop like six or seven times. <laughs> like, he would keep going. He would drive, start driving a little bit. And we were like, stop. And he would stop. You know, you could see him look around in his truck. He would drive a little bit. We were like, stop. And it was just, <laughs> that was just so much fun, but so dumb. But I mean, I was just like, that's going to stay with me for forever. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't, I didn't really have any memories of just like annoying somebody over and over. Because <laughs> you know that driver was like, oh, my oh God, yeah. these kids. 100%. Like, uh, I don't know. Like, I... Most of my memories are either doing something or just, like, relaxing with somebody that was important to me. Which I don't know what that says about me still, because those are still some of my favorite things to do, just relax with people. I mean, but think about it with our girls. Like, our girls are pretty chill for the most part. I mean, you know, when they get excited, they're kids, they're going to get excited. They're going to, you know, want to scream, want to dance, and stuff like that. But for the most part, they chill. Like, think of the memories that they're producing with my parents. Like... My dad in particular, like, he just likes to chill. Yeah. Like, I have tons of pictures with every girl on him just, like, hanging out in his arms watching Food Network. Yeah. I mean, I I think that that's true. I mean, even whenever I think about 
you know, my own grandfather, my, my papa wasn't like a super chatty guy. Um, but it was just like being together. Yeah. And that's how my dad even is. Like, he's not super chatty. It's just being together. I, I do enjoy asking him questions that catch him off guard. (laughs) (laughs) It's just funny. That's so funny. Whenever, sometimes I just say or ask the craziest things just to watch him be like, what? Yeah. It's pretty funny. Because <laughs> he goes from such a straight face, like chill, you know, place to like <laughs> yeah. looking at me like are you, Yeah, like what, why what? did you even think that? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like so who funny. are you that you would think of that? <laughs> yeah. So I mean I I I one hundred percent agree, like your dad is just a really chill, like let's be in the moment kind of guy because every every interaction I've had with him is like well, at nighttime when we're staying at his house, he's like, Hey, just come hang out with me on the patio and like we literally sit there, probably say three sentences, but I have the best times and I feel so good after every, you know, interaction I have with him like that. It's just like, man, this is awesome. Yeah, he he's definitely pretty, pretty just mild mannered in terms of just go with the flow. Like he's comfortable in the silence, which my poor mom I, I feel like always got the opposite of me. Like <laughs> I was always ready to throw down with my mom. Like, that's oh, so crazy. You think it's purple? Well, let me tell you, mother. Which one of the girls do you think is gonna be like that? Oh gosh, all of them to some extent. I mean, okay, here's the deal. I think I was. I I know I am the most confrontational of my sisters. I'm not the most confrontational. I think when you pair me with my brothers. But I am the most confrontational of my sisters. But I'm also the least sneaky child. (laughs) So whereas, like, I will go toe-to-toe with you and I will fight with you and I will argue with you. And, you know, my mom had primary custody of us. So she really got the brunt end of most of my, like, oh, let me tell you this, you know, because you know everything when you're 16 years old. Um. What am I talking about? I've known everything since I was like 10. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I I was a terrible sneaker. Like the handful of times that I tried to do something that I wasn't supposed to do, my mom caught me. At, I, I mean, I don't know that there's really anything she didn't catch me. That's crazy. I know. I'm just, I'm really not, I'm not good at sneaking. Me neither. Like I started imagining like, like trying to scare someone. I start laughing because I start imagining their face. And before you know it, they're like, I knew you were there. And I was like, how? Like, I could hear you snorting while you're laughing. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that gave that definitely gave it away. Like, I was so unsneaky. I the only shoes I wore were Vans. (laughs) I mean, I can hide. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm pretty good at hide and go see. Well, as a kid, I wasn't. It never failed that, like, whenever I found that great hiding spot, I would get so excited that I'd have to go to the bathroom. (laughs) <laughs> like, do you, did, did you ever have that issue? No, I, again, uh, it was just the laughing and they're like, why are all these towels moving? And I'm like, you know, <laughs> having a mini seizure because I'm laughing so hard. <laughs> no, my thing was like, as soon as I like settled in somewhere, like, I was just like, I guess because I was trying to hold in my laugh so hard, I was like, I have to go pee. Like, <laughs> oh, I would be dying. Um, I'm not, not like that. It's more of like, really, I'm just a terrible liar. Yeah. So when my mom, you know, if it was like, uh, I'm going to go stay at a friend's house, uh, my mom would be like, no, you're not. Like, what is she up to? (laughs) 
you know? <laughs> yeah. Which I'm so thankful for because my mom really saved me from some really bad choices. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I just, I I was very confrontational. And so she and I would get in a lot of arguments. Um, How do you think those memories shaped who you are today? The memories of arguing with my mom? Yeah, just like the <laughs> just just like the those memories, the memories that you have with your grandparents, the memories that you have with your dad, like do are there times when you're parenting and the moment you say or do or see something you're like like you have that instant memory flashback in your mind and you're like, "Oh yeah. Um don't forget to turn off all the lights because <laughs> you know, my dad told me, my mom told me, and now my husband's telling me." <laughs> I don't have to tell them to turn off lights. That's your job. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's your mission in life, is it not? Oh, to tell the family to turn off lights? To save energy. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think that there are pieces of my parents that absolutely, like, that influenced, you know. I There are times whenever just being with the girls in silence is something I do and I'm comfortable in, and I want them to be comfortable in that because I think that there is a level of I don't know, uh, a love that's shared in this stillness. And so there are definitely times whenever, you know, we can all work on an activity quietly and individually. Um, there are times in the car where we just ride in silence. I know that you're not about that life, but... Yeah, that's crazy. Um, Annabelle and I used to do it all the time. Um, but we That's still- hard to believe because she's <laughs> talked. We took a trip to Dallas and Annabelle literally talked the entire way and we went to frisco there was about 30 minutes where she was quiet but did not sleep 100 percent story time well i think i mean it's primarily on that way home because it's like we've both had a really long day and so just being together in the quiet gives us time to process but i also know that even though i i obviously didn't love having the arguments with my mom I know that my mom argued with me because she loved me and she was not going to stand by and watch me do stupid stuff. Yeah. And so there are definitely times whenever, you know, right now they're pretty small that I get into arguments with the girls that it's like, no, like I'm putting my foot down. The answer is no, which is something that's just good for every child to hear. (laughs) Um, But I know that there will come a day whenever... I have to intervene maybe on a relationship they're having with a boyfriend they should not be having or whatever it is, you know, I know that I'm going to have to be that mean mom and and draw that line and protect them from that. And I can just hope that whenever they're an adult, they can look back and be thankful that I did that. Um, yeah. So because it is like, I, I mean, I could do without some of the arguments we had, but <laughs> I know that my mom was willing to fight those fights with me. Because she loved me. Oh, yeah. It's like, I, you know, I did have my bouts with my parents. But one thing that stands out uh, to me that, you know, like you're saying, you, you know, your mom was essentially setting these up for the long haul and so you can appreciate them later. Um, I never understood why my dad drove trucks for so long. Like, I knew he did it, like, you know, once we were able able to kind of get on our own feet and stuff like that. And I'm like, our feet. Our feet and um, both feet, though. Yeah, feet. both feet. No, yeah, feet. <laughs> the multiple. The, the multiple. Feet, the feet. The feet. Eye, the, the, multi- the The plural of the plural. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, 
And I was like, you know, why, why don't you just leave it? Like, don't do this anymore. And he's like, well, I mean, you guys, you know, still need this, still need this. And I never understood why. And then, you know, kind of didn't really like resent him for it. But I mean, cause he wasn't, I, you weren't angry with him, yeah. but you were definitely frustrated. Like yeah. you didn't want him to have to do it anymore. And then, so while I was getting my CDL, I had to do over the road, um, driving for a week. And that meant I left Lubbock about six or seven o'clock at night, drove all the way to Dallas and then drove all the way back. And I had to clock those hours to continue on with getting my CDL. And the last day I did it, I called my dad as soon as I got in the truck and I was like, dad, thank you so much for doing this for us for all Mm -hmm. these years. My dad's been doing it for 20 plus years, maybe even more. And I'm like, man, this is... It is so crazy because I appreciate it so much now when I should have appreciated it then. And I just called him and I was just like almost in tears, like thanking him for doing this, for sacrificing that for our family for all these years. And like that memory will forever burn in my head. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that it's so, you know, when it comes to our parents and we, you know, looking back, we are their biggest critics, right? Because we're a product of every success that they had and every failure that they had. Um, so I I know that our children too will grow up and they'll be like, well, you know, my mom scarred me because, you know, she wouldn't let me have juice or what, whatever. <laughs> um, but that I, I think they'll also be able to look back and go, gosh, I'm so thankful for this. You know, I'm so thankful that my parents raised us to do this. Or I'm so thankful that, you know, mom didn't make me talk the whole way home. Or I learned the importance of silence. Or, you know, I'm so thankful that dad, you know, made me feel special in this way. Um, Because I, I do think that, I do think that the average person can look back and go, man, this was really great. But this kind of sucked. Yeah, I I agree. And like one thing uh, to look back on, like I hope Olive always remembers tonight, like sis, big sister's in the shower. No, 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 big sister's out of the shower. She was helping you with the twins take mm-hmm. a bath. And, you know, Olive's eating, finishing her dinner. She's eating her eggs. She is the slowest eater of <laughs> all of them. Yeah. And, you know, I just go beside her and pour a little bit of my Sprite and she, you know, kind of wondered what I was doing, looked inside the cup, and she was like, is this Sprite? And I said, yeah, baby, Sprite. She goes, for me? And I said, only for you. I said, you know, I kind of gave her like the shh, you know, gesture, and I was like, this is only yours. And she goes, because you're my best friend? Aww. And I said, exactly because I'm your best friend. And she sat there and drank Sprite. I so I think that's sweet, but I think that Annabelle will also remember it because she very quickly was like, <laughs> "Olive has Sprite, <laughs> Olive has soda." I yeah. was like, "Why? Why do you think that?" And I didn't know that Jonathan had done this, and she was like, "Well, there's bubbles in her drink," and I was like, "Well, I mean, sometimes in your water bottle you see bubbles, right?" And then as soon as she went to go like put up her towel or lay out her clothes for tomorrow, whatever it was, I was like, "Did you give Olive Sprite?" And Jonathan was like, "Oh yeah." Yeah. So Annabelle was like, Olive said that she was drinking soda. And I said, no, baby, that's water. Right, Olive? And Olive says, yes, that's water. And Annabelle goes, well, water doesn't smell like soda. (laughs) (laughs) 
She was on to you. Yeah, yeah. But so I might have had a double whammy there. Uh, I mean, I think that, you know, especially having a large family, like, there are moments that we'll have the opportunity to do something for Olive, and there's moments we have the opportunity to do for Annabelle. And the same will be true with the twins. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, because think about, like, and I remember this one time, I had this Ninja Turtle toy, and the particular toy was um, a Triceratops. He was orange, he had armor on, and, like, giant muscles, right? And... I looked at my mom and dad and they were in the kitchen and we had like one of those little cutouts from the wall that could, you could look from the kitchen to the living room. Mm. And I said, dad, are your muscles this big? And my dad flexed. And at that moment I was like, that guy is legit. <laughs> I was like, my dad is way stronger than this, you know, triceratops man. And I just felt so cool. That's cute. Yeah. I don't, I mean, most of my memory, like my favorite memories with my parents are pretty boring too, you know? It's like my dad used to, um, after the divorce for a while, he traveled, he worked for a billboard company. I don't know what he did. I think he like measured the distance or something from like a billboard and a business. I I don't know exactly what it was he did. Um, But when we were there, like I would get to go with him and I would feel so special because I was old enough to actually go. Um... And just, like, riding in the car with him, listening to country music. and That's pretty cool. Yeah, like, Dad would make me laugh so hard I'd, like, spew. One time I spewed Blizzard out of my nose. Yikes. I know. I can still, like, feel the burn. Ugh. I know. Ugh. Um, but that was, like, our thing. We'd get Blizzards. We'd drive. Like, we'd just hang out. That's pretty cool. And then with my mom, it was, like... I remember, you know, we'd lay in bed and we'd watch, like, Walker, Texas Ranger. It's a great show. Right? Um, or whatever it was. Of course, I also think that my mom had me rub her feet a lot whenever we were relaxing. So there's <laughs> that. Well played. I need to, like, figure out how to make the girls do that. 100%. I, I don't want my feet rubbed. But <laughs> yeah, your feet if you awful. could get yours, <laughs> <laughs> do it. That's what I have a husband for, right? Yeah, yeah. that's true. That's true. Uh, but you should definitely try with the girls. But I... <laughs> But I just remember those sweet moments of just, like, relaxing with my parents and just, just enjoying them, really. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I hope that the girls have those. I mean, I, I feel like we do so many intentional things with the girls, like our holiday traditions. Yeah. And, you know, like, I'm going to take her to do this because she loves it. I'm going to take her to do this because she loves it. But I, I think at the end of the day, it's really those... Just moments of you can put your guard down, you can relax, you can and just enjoy the moment and feel safe and secure that kids really remember. Yeah, exactly. And I think that those stand out and almost shape, you know, the person slash parent we're going to be when we get older. Because, you know, I try to reenact, you know, I try to walk in my parents' footsteps all the time. Like, if I know that I could be half as good a parent as my as mine were and don't get me wrong like we definitely had our bouts as well like i for the longest time you don't understand they're like but bubba you don't need a lip piercing tattoo or a lip piercing and a crazy tattoo and i'm like you don't get it yeah you should listen i know (laughs) i know but you know thinking back like they were awesome and i i want to 
you know, take what I love about that and put it to my kids. Yeah, I think a lot of it is just like being there for them. Yeah. Um, and I, I think that right now, with the, just the state of the world, I think that that's really important. Um, I was watching a, a TikTok the other day about children being really stressed with COVID and essentially how, you know, kids right now are not only seeing their parents be fearful and stressed, but then they're also seeing all of this um, adversity, right? Uh-huh. So, like, on the one hand, they have the doctors and, you know, political figures, or not even political figures, really, but they have, because the po- politics are all over the freaking place right now, <laughs> um, but, you know, they have doctors and these scientists and, and all these, like, figures that they've been taught to trust and rely on kind of saying one thing and then they get all of these other people that they know and they love and they're taught to you know trust saying the opposite basically saying well this group's actually liars and it's just causing an a lot of angst there um and you know anytime and this is true for any human anytime you're experiencing high stress or potential trauma it's giving them tools to control it yeah you know and so i think like talking through you know ways that you can be healthy and safe be it a mask, be it hand washing. You know, I, I think that there's a lot of different things that we can do to to be safe. And instead of focusing and talking about the really high political aspect of it in front of our kids, really just shifting that conversation to, you know, this is what it is. Sometimes things in life happen, um, but when things happen, you control what you can. Yeah, like Annabelle the other day is like, Daddy, where did the coronavirus came come from? And I was like, Annabelle was like, we don't need to concern ourselves about where it came from. Right. Let's worry about how to defeat it, how to keep ourselves safe, and how to keep our friends and family safe. Right. And I'm just like, like this is what she needs to know. She needs to know love, respect, and you know, being kind, and projecting that and remembering that she's gonna grow up be like yeah i don't really know where it came from but i know that i did this i did this and i did this and everyone around me was safe well and i think that as she gets older like there will be more answers for that and i'm sure she'll just look it up herself um on whatever contraption they have instead (laughs) of the iphone you know whether it's like the they have glasses that can just pull it up or something right uh whatever the future holds there but yeah i I think that right now, you know, in terms of creating memories with our kids, we really do have to ask ourselves, what do we want them to remember from this time? Because there are obviously things about this pandemic that frustrate myself, frustrate Jonathan, like frustrate the people around us. And I know that we have really consciously tried to preserve our children's memories. Like, I don't want them to look back and be like, oh my gosh, it was so stressful. Like, that's not their burden to carry. Yeah. Like, I don't want them to look back and be like, oh, you know, my family was at odds or, you know, we lost friends because they didn't believe what we believed or or whatever. Like, I hope that they look back and go, yeah, you know, it kind of sucked, but <laughs> I don't know. It just wasn't that big of a deal in our house. Like, we did this, we did that. We, you know, did our best to do this, but we still saw our friends and family. We still... Yeah. You know, engaged in this. Like, I hope that 
they can come out the other end of this thing without having like some crazy memories. <laughs> right. Right. Because so, it is. Like I feel like whenever crazy things like this happen, like we just have to try to preserve some happy memories. That is true. I mean, think about what we've like experienced. We both were around for nine eleven. Yeah. Um we both were around for the Clayton scandal. We're both around for Elian Gonzalez. Do you remember, remember I have Elian no Gonzalez? idea what you're talking about. It, man, like I remembered it like randomly the other day, but of all the life events that you remember, like <laughs> you remember this, that I have no idea what you're talking about. And the Clinton scandal made the top of the list for you. I, I'm just trying to think of like big time, like that were sh- that was shown on the TVs and everyone was talking about it. Interesting. Yeah. The Clintons. Yeah. I mean, they that was a thing that did not stress me out at all. It didn't stress me out at all either. <laughs> I didn't even know what was going on. I was like, why is she, like, where was she hiding? Like, <laughs> was, was it a trap door? Like, was he, is he a magician? <laughs> is he a magician? <laughs> like, I didn't know what was going on either. Yeah. I don't know. You know, my my dad's oldest sister, my Aunt Kathy, she had polio when she was, like, a child. And, you know, because of that, she lived in a wheelchair the rest of her life. And I remember my mama, and I remember... Even, you know, my dad and his siblings, like, they they would talk about it, but it was never, like, this horrific thing. I mean, obviously, nobody wanted her to have polio. Like, she was in the hospital a long time. It obviously was not a good situation. But it was always just, like, this is what it was. These are the steps we took. This is what it looked like. This is how it was. And, I mean, I think that that's... That speaks a lot to the way that they handled it as a family of, like, sometimes things just happen. Yeah. And there's no point getting caught up in being angry or living in that negative world. It's, what can I do to control it or make the best of it? And then let's move on. Yeah, exactly. And I think that right now, as we do try to shape our children's memories and their minds and their general way that they approach things... That's such an important important thing to remember because I don't want them to be stressed out about this. That's very true. Especially, you know, going back to school right now, I would be lying if I didn't say I was worried about some of these school-age kids getting sick just because this new variant seems to be affecting children a lot more. Yeah, I and I have no idea. Like, yeah, you know, I, I have definitely checked out <laughs> during these times. Yeah, well, you have to, for your own sanity, kind of filter out some news. Otherwise, yeah. it just feels overwhelming. Okay, so what is, like, the craziest thing you saw, experienced, or were a part of growing up? Like, that almost didn't even seem real. Oh, I don't even know how to begin to answer this. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Do you want me to go mean? first? Yeah, you go first, I understand. Okay, so... I have this memory of my cousin and um, and myself. Uh, he's the cousin that I pretty much grew up with. I mean, we shared a crib. We shared, you know, everything. Right. You're just a few months apart. Yeah. A few months apart in age. Like, it was him and I. Um, we go on, like, a fishing trip with some of our other guy cousins that were older than us and their fathers and, you know, our dads. And, you know, the big guys are playing football and so me and my cousin go to the bench where all the water is at, cups of water. And uh, we there's this bush 
of berries beside us. So we're grabbing berries, poking them on the little thorns that the bush had, and spraying the berry juice into the water. And the water was changing the colors of the berries. Now, this is where it gets crazy. Because no matter how much juice we put into the water, the berry juice was would still change that color. And the even crazier part about that is there was like yellow, blue, red, purple, green berries, and it would change the water that color. Hmm. It was nuts. Yeah. Do you think maybe your imagination just kind of got away from you there? No. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> so no. what berry is yellow? I don't know. Hmm. These mystery colored berries. The only berry that I could probably pick out if there was one, I don't remember seeing one, was a white one, and that'd be a berry white. <laughs> <laughs> You're so funny. Yeah, I know it. <laughs> the machine the machine pun. Oh my gosh. Um okay, so uh, the only memory that I, I can even have close to that one, I think, um, was one that my memory or my, my imagination definitely got the best of me. So whenever I was younger, I was in one of my cousin's weddings and we were, I mean, I was a flower girl and we wore like little wings. I, I have a picture of it over there. Um, anyways, we, we looked like little cherubs, right? Um, and I remember coming back and telling my Nana, cause this cousin's on my dad's side. And so I was talking to my Nana that was here in town and telling her about this wedding I was in and how we were dressed like angels. And then I remember describing to her like this ridiculous scene <laughs> um, about, you know, like there were angels and devils and there was glitter everywhere. And there was glitter everywhere. Like it was all over my aunt's house. I remember that. Um, but like, and they were shining and they were this. And I remember telling her and clearly like, as a grown woman, she knew, like, there's no way, like, yeah, this is not happening. Um, but I got so carried away in it, I really, I really believed it. Hmm. And so, after I told her this, I think she went to my mom and was like, Brittany's pretty clearly lying about this whole <laughs> wedding, like, or was it really this crazy? <laughs> and so, I remember having to go back, and I, I remember, you know, my mom, my dad telling me, like, Brittany, that is not what happened. Like, you know, like, you made all this stuff up. Like, you lied. You need to go fix it. And I remember thinking for a second, like, wait, was that a lie? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because I was just young and I had this big imagination. And then as they were like, this and this and this did not happen, I was like, oh, yeah. Huh. But it's cool if it would have happened. <laughs> right. So then I had to go back and apologize for lying, but... That's so crazy. And in my head, it was real. Like, the more I talked about it, the more I was like, yeah, this this happened. <laughs> um, but it didn't. It definitely did not. That's crazy. So, yeah, just making those memories for our kids and you know, it, really anyone that we come in contact with is, is pretty important to us because we want everybody to have a good time. We want everybody to feel comfortable. Yeah. We want everyone to remember, like, Hey, this is fun, and this is how we have fun. So, are you ready to admit that your imagination may have gotten away from you? No. With the berries? I'll never do it. I'll take never. it to my grave. Oh yeah. wow! Yeah. Well, look at me because being I so know much more mature. Whenever I was like six <laughs> years old, I know what I saw. <laughs> <laughs> 
my cousin knows what he saw. Okay. And to this day, no, he, I he don't will think corroborate so. I the like, story. No, I feel for like real. If I was like, did this really happen? He'd be like, yeah, no. Nope. I, yeah, I would bet some money on it. Well, I love that you're that committed to your imaginary memories. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I, I mean, memories are important. It's important that we not only take time to remember our memories, um, but also take time to really be thoughtful and mindful of how we're impacting our children's memories. Yeah. Yeah, just the little things that we can do, like, hey, maybe tonight after dinner, like I did with Olive, they pull one aside and say, hey, here's some Sprite. I, I mean, and the fact that she was like, because you're my best friend, I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, yes, of course, babe. You know, like, that, <laughs> that is so special. Something I'll remember for forever. But, I mean, how could you not? Yeah, absolutely. Just making those memories. Yeah, yeah. So, um, just like we did last week, uh, we have a which one? Pick one, hun. Okay, I'm I'm here for it. Okay, lay it on me. So last week, let's let's do a little recap. Last week we talked about um, aliens and Bigfoot, mm-hmm. and then we reminded that hey, why don't we talk about mermaids? This is not I didn't I don't have a mermaid one. Or anything, oh, but okay, no, no, no. So, Let me, do you want to throw mermaids in the mix? No, I don't. Well, yes, okay. I'll. I mean, do you want me to explain how mermaids came up briefly? Okay, so I'm sitting in an evaluation with an employee, and <laughs> my evaluations I do with my leadership team last hours, hours. They're like three to four hours long. They're so good. It's so much good conversation. I love them. I really try to stay very focused and connected in that. So I am in the midst of doing a leadership evaluation and my eye watch is going ham. I mean, like it is just going off, going off, going off. And obviously like I have it on vibrate, but it's still like, like give me all these little, little shocks. And I'm like, <laughs> what? Like is the sky falling right now? I look down and it's Jonathan and one of his other cousins going back and forth about mermaids. <laughs> And how this woman on TikTok really has a good case for mermaids. And so, you know, like, I, yeah, they finally quit and I, you know, ignore it. And then days later I go back and I pull it up and I, gosh, I did a deep dive into that chick's TikTok. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So this one's not that intense. This one is. Okay. Well, wait, now I'm curious. Like, do you for real think that there's mermaids? 100%. Just based off that one woman's TikToks? No, based on how much of the ocean we've discovered or looked into, all the new species of fish that keep popping up and all the new like sea life that keeps popping up. Like, oh, did you know that there's a hundred foot long worm that floats and so it's invisible? There's like mermaids down there? I think there's like civilizations of mer people. Okay. Let's move on. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that chick has some interesting footage. But again, like, if I don't see it, I don't believe it, you know? So with mermaids, if they were to have, like, a militia, do you think they'd be called Minute Mates? No, they'd be called Merlisha. Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this week's pick one, which one, hun, okay. is would you rather... Sing a part in your most favorite song, okay. or would you rather have an acting role in your all-time favorite movie? Oh, this one I I think is actually pretty easy. 
Okay. I'm going to go with the acting because I'm not a very good singer. Okay. So also, this kind of... Like, my favorite song. These kind of go like you can sing, you can act. Oh, well, I already, I already know I can act. Okay. So I, I mean, next to Tom Hanks and... Hey, <laughs> leave you've got Mel alone. Um, I was 100% going to say, P.S. I love you, but I'm glad you saved me with the You Got Mel. Yeah. Oh, P.S. I love you is so good, but that's not Tom Hanks. I know. I thought it was. Yeah, that's what, Gerard Butler? Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. <laughs> he hits a lot differently than Tom Hanks. Okay. Because um, I don't particularly think Tom Hanks is, like, attractive. Um, anywho. So, I I don't know that I have a favorite song. You know that. Yeah. Okay, so what would be your acting role in your favorite movie? Oh, see, and that's, that is difficult because it kind of depends on where I'm at. It's, it's either going to be probably Lion King slash Pocahontas. I don't know, one of those. Or 10 Things I Hate About You. Okay. Which That's I could good. definitely see myself in 10 Things I Hate About You. Yeah. Like a 90s chick. Yeah. Well, okay. Whenever you said yeah so easily, which character do you feel like I'd be in 10 Things I Hate About You? I think... Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> I think you would be like the library chick that, that? you know, possibly. Um, but the instead of like... The older sister the older sister. Okay, yeah. So, and not like you had like this crazy side. I think that like you would go to a party and they'd be like, oh, cat's at it again. And you're just asking everybody questions. <laughs> like instead of singing, like yeah. dancing on the table, I'm like playing 20 questions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. I could see that. Yeah, I could probably see that too. I think that for the record, I would probably be cat too. Okay. Who would you be or what animal would you be in Lion King? Um, Nala. Okay. Duh. What, did you think I'd be somebody else? No. I I just, I really have never put an animal to your personality. Oh, like any, you've never like paired me with any animal? I say that like that's, like that's a normal she set him. She's setting me up because she knows that our family animal is an elephant. Yeah. But and that's, that's a big old setup. I think that there's some people though, you just instantly know what animal they would be. What animal would I be? What animal do you want to be? <laughs> That's not how that works. <laughs> um, well, I think you'd be a hog. Okay. Yeah. I like it. I, I knew you would. <laughs> um, so wait, what animal do you feel like I would be? I think that you would be... I was going to say there's no wrong answer, but there definitely are some wrong answers. There definitely are some wrong answers. Like I couldn't be like, oh, you would be a flamingo. I have no idea what flamingos do on a day-to-day basis, <laughs> but I mean, I just, I just, I, so I, as soon as you said that, I was like, well, no, because that's so-and-so like in my head, I know exactly who would be a flamingo. Hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. I think that you would be. You're really struggling with this. Huh? I, I think that you would be an elephant. Okay. Yeah. Why? Because they spend like half their life pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> That and they're just like such family animals. Oh, I thought you were going to say that and you have big ears. No, I do like your big ears though. (laughs) Okay, so for me, I would rather sing a part of a song. What song? Oh, 
you had to ask me that question because I had one in my head, but then I was like, well, I mean, maybe this song would be great. But I would probably have to sing a part in Bohemian Rhapsody uh, by Queen. Yeah, I know. Is it are, is it your favorite song or my least favorite song? <laughs> my favorite song. Bohemian Rhapsody is your favorite song. No, but if I were to okay, have a guess, if I were to have a guest spot no, in a song, it would be that one. Sing, sing of my your most favorite, favorite song, song ever. So okay, okay. Most favorite song. Most favorite song ever. Oh, jeez. Jeez Louise. I can listen to you every day, all the time. See, I don't know that I have a favorite song. I don't know if I have a favorite song either. I mean, I do have a song that, like, I think the people that are closest to me are like, oh, this is Brit's song. But I don't know that I'm always in the mood for it. Yeah. Um, can I just switch my answer? <laughs> no. Pick a song, any song. Okay, um, If It's Not With You by Phoenix. Oh, that's sweet. That's a good song. If y'all have not heard that song, that's a solid song. Yeah. And Jonathan, like, sang it to me really early in our relationship, and I was, like, pretty smitten over him. Yeah. At that point, I was like, oh. Yep. So, that's probably what I would do. Well, if it was a movie, what movie would it be? Oh, that's easy. Lord of the Rings. Oh, my gosh. It's like you pick the the one song <laughs> Bohemian Rhapsody in the movie that I just like do not like to watch. <laughs> so for those of you that are listening, I do not like Bohemian Rhapsody. Particularly, I do not like when people sing it at karaoke or in the car with me um, because it's like a twenty minute long song. It, there's, I, it's entirely. It, too it's long. so crazy to me because you're like, oh yeah, like I love you know this so that's pretty vague you cannot even think of <laughs> so you think of when you hear the voice of an angel that you would just be like this is so angelic this is so it's beautiful not the voice of an angel freddie mercury has a pretty close angelic voice no I, yeah like i as soon as i heard his voice i was like this is what angels sound like no yeah just no but i mean his voice is fine the song is too long like, 10 minutes into it, I'm over it. Like, I'm, I'm ready for the thing to end. Um, See, and I'm all about that action. Like, those long songs like Stairway to Heaven, uh, Freebird, Tuesday's Gone. Okay. I love a long song. Yeah, I don't. Um, and then epic. freaking so Lord epic. of the Rings. Like, if I want to watch people walk around for three hours, I can go to the mall, and it's way more entertaining. Like, I would much rather watch the people at the mall walk around for three hours than... The people at the mall are either walking around window shopping or eating pretzels. They're more interesting. Frodo had to walk across... It was the longest, most boring walk to jump to the interesting part. Well, I mean, Gandalf could have made it easy and called yeah. the eagles and then, like, flown them over there. They but where's a story in that? There, the story would have been a lot more interesting because it wouldn't have been them walking for three hours. <laughs> like, I know. Okay, so either Lord of the Rings or I would have a part in Star Wars. That's fine. I mean, Star Wars has a lot of plot holes, but I'd rather watch that than Lord of the Rings. No. Yes, I would. I promise you. I absolutely am telling the truth there. Okay, well. <laughs> I feel like I just, like, <laughs> really made you sad. Yeah. 
No, I'm sorry. That's okay. I mean... You knew these things about me. I know. I know. And, I mean, maybe I need to pick cooler movies, but... do, yeah. Star Wars is at least an action-packed movie. There's a lot of plot holes between the movies, but it is at least interesting to watch. Lord of the Rings is not interesting to watch. See, that's that's where you're wrong. Like, even the Hobbit series... Like, that was amazing. Here's the deal. And I'm down for slow builds. I mean, like, I like Downton Abbey. I I love... Oh, Downton Abbey is dreadful. It is a slow build, absolutely. Like, you got to be in it for the long haul. <laughs> but Lord of the Rings, like, if I like Downton Abbey and I'm telling you that Lord of the Rings is too slow, Lord of the Rings is too slow. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, I think my main thing with Downton Abbey is, like, I think I'm picking up on their sarcasm. <laughs> so I'm, like, in thy face. In my face. I, okay, first, I don't feel like you've watched it enough because that type of rhetoric wouldn't even fit in the TV series. I feel like I have to speak like that when I watch that show. No, I feel like you haven't watched the show then because they're not, it's not set in like Pilgrim era. <laughs> like, it's just British. It's not. Well, that's. In that's... thy faith. Face. <laughs> not like, faith. You're going too far back. Well. You haven't even watched it, have you? No, I haven't. Oh, but. <laughs> okay. Okay. Talking all the crap. But I really can't do a British it. accent. That's true. Try real fast, just for everybody. What, uh, what do you want me to say? I don't. Be like, I'd like some tea with my crumpets. <laughs> it's it's going to be loud. It's going to be so bad. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, here goes Jonathan Barella's <laughs> English impersonation. Sorry, okay, I'm okay, done. Okay, you done. can't make me laugh, okay. Done. Would you like some tea with your crumpets? <laughs> <laughs> you get so squeaky. Like, it, it kind of makes me think, you know, I'm Princess Diaries whenever it has the guy that, like, yells the introductions yeah. and his voice is, like, real squeaky. That's yeah. what you sound like. That's, I think that's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's the same accent for everyone. Everyone is the There's same. There's no way. Yeah. Do a Japanese accent. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Come on, think about it. <laughs> no. Okay. We'll have a whole accents episode. I don't know that anyone wants to listen. That that could be harmful to their hearing. That is true, because there's going to be me screaming and screeching. <laughs> <laughs> you really sound like... Um, the guy on Princess Diaries that's like introducing everybody. Maybe I have to go back and watch it. The one that the friend falls in love with, you know, the one that's like, oh, and yeah. now announcing or whatever he yells. Yeah. yeah My mean. favorite thing about Princess Diaries is when Annabelle says Princess Diaries, she says Princess Diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. She did when she was younger. <laughs> like, can we watch Princess Diarrhea? And I'm like, like, nope. So you want to watch what? <laughs> So you've been on your uncle's web browser, haven't you? <laughs> One of the favorite, something that we will eventually have to do an episode on is the things that kids say that you're just like, I can't. Like this weekend, um, man, I'm going to sound so like, I'm almost like, oh, should I say it? But it's not actually a bad word. So, um, but our middle daughter was yeah. like, was like, daddy, daddy, Annabelle said butthole. And, okay, first, this child 
her she has a speech delay so like a lot of what she says is not clear but she sure as heck can say butthole clear yeah and then she said that to jonathan and we're in the car and he just like side looks at me and is like i can't you're gonna have to (laughs) so then i had to be the one to say hey we don't we don't talk like that we don't we don't use those words and jonathan is just like taking everything in him not to die laughing yeah because then our oldest daughter says i didn't say that i said butt cheek (laughs) I was like, how is that even better? But I was just dying laughing. Yeah, I'm I'm we're crazy parents and I don't I don't like the way it sounds whenever little kids say but anything. Yeah. Like I prefer them to say like hiney or bottom. So it was just so funny. They were like, No, I said butt cheek. And I was yeah. like, No, you <laughs> yeah. still cannot say that. Yeah. But <sighs> until next time, everyone, thank you for joining us. Absolutely. Thank you guys so much for the support. We appreciate every one of you. Yes. So um until next week follow like share with your friends tell about this cool new podcast you found um but yeah until next time i love you i love you